You are tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Now your hosts, Sam Dunham, Cody Pinnock, Samantha Cross, and Josh Harrison. You're listening to Nerd Overload, the show that covers everything pop and geek culture from Avengers to Zaxxon. I'm Cody Pinnock. I'm Josh Harrison. And I'm Sam Dunham. Welcome to our inaugural episode, everybody. Uh, before we get into the show, we won't describe this every week, but I uh, just want to talk a little bit about what we do here on the show. We're mainly a news and uh, sometimes review show that is tied into the website nerdoverload.com, which you can go to just about every day and find all sorts of neat stuff over there. Uh, we talk about comic books, video games, uh, movies, television, just about anything and everything that is uh, geeky and nerdy. We love it and we talk about it. And uh, this week, before we get into the news, I think we're going to go real quick around the room and talk about a couple of things that we've been checking out this week. I've been playing the new Dragon Age game, Dragon Age Inquisition, and about three to four hours in, I just realized I don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Which is the worst when that happens with a video game, when you've invested that much time and then all of a sudden it dawns on you, you're not having fun. Yeah, what what brought along this um, realization? It's just not focused enough like i want i want to be told a story i don't want to find the story and i felt too much like i was having to find where the fun was instead of having it shown to me ah okay okay which makes me sound really lazy but uh well you know if you're paying that much for a game and you want to sit down you only have so much time yeah as as an adult i only have so much time to play video games anymore and it felt like it didn't respect that time i was giving it (laughs) I've mostly just been watching TV, uh, catching up on Flash, Arrow, uh, Gallivant. That's really about it. Other than that, I've just been playing like old video games. Oh, okay. The standard. Then. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. And uh, again, I haven't had a whole lot of time. I did watch uh, the movie The Fifth Element for about the millionth time again. I love that Still film. Still a great movie. Still yeah. a great movie. You know, and um, I had heard a while back that they were thinking about doing some sort of sequel or something, or setting something, another movie or something set in that universe. I'm going to say no. I don't think it needs it. No. I think it sta- that movie stands alone on its own. I mean, the visuals are great. The story was self-contained. Probably Gary Oldman's like, best role ever. And he hated it. Really? He hated it. Yeah, he, <laughs> he only took the role because Luke Besson uh, shelled out a little bit of cash for him for one of his um, um, independent film projects. But that was it. But uh, but no, go check that one out. It's on uh, it's on Netflix. Okay, so uh, so yeah, we rattled through that here pretty quick. So let's uh, go ahead and get into a little bit of news. Uh, what do we want to start with, guys? I uh, want to do movies first. We could do movies, sure. Well, they just recently announced the cast for the new Ghostbusters reboot. Okay, so all female cast. All right, uh, who uh, who was it? casting um, it? Kristen Wiig, Melissa mm-hmm. McCarthy, Kate McKinnon, and Leslie Jones. Okay. Wow, I just got that right off the top of my head. Excellent. All right. All right. So, uh, so yeah. What do you think of the cast? I mean, you know. I think it's it's boring. Like, I'm sure they'll do a decent movie. Like, it'll be decent. And it's directed by Paul Feig. And, you know, he's kind of carved out a, a, a corner of, you know, filmic history by, you know, making these great, hilarious movies with primarily female led cast and that's great yeah i mean bridesmaids was hilarious this is one of the best comedies i'd seen the in a heat, long time the heat was awesome I again both that, movies yeah. with yeah. melissa mccarthy in them mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i mean i don't have a problem with her with her in particular uh the other people i'm not really too familiar with it's it's just not that interesting i don't know like give me uh 
I read an article once that said Tig Notaro should play Vinkman, and I haven't been able to get that out of my head ever since. Oh, yeah. I just love <laughs> yeah. that idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now nothing else will do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I... um. You know, I the cast is all right. It seems pretty standard for a Paul Feig movie. I mean, he's already made um, a couple movies with two of the four, and the uh, the other two are SNL yeah. alums. Uh, I think on their own, they're all great, funny women. I don't know. I just I don't think I don't think they should be rebooting Ghostbusters. And let me tell you why. It's not because it's a all female cast. I think we need more movies with you know primarily female, strong female character led movies i really do and again i have nothing against this cast they're all really funny but i'm just afraid that no matter how well this movie turns out it's going to be compared ultimately it's going to be compared to the original and not saying that the ghostbusters is the end-all be-all of of comedy it's not but it's such a cultural touchstone you know people who don't know movies know ghostbusters for the most part. For the most part. And it's just, no matter how well the movie does, it's going to be compared, ultimately it's going to be compared to the original, and I just don't know how anything would stack up. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things, like, I feel like, it's almost like you shouldn't touch it. Like, I, I feel like there are certain franchises that are so good, they don't need more. And I feel like Hollywood as a whole is just scratching for so much. Just name recognition, name recognition. Oh, people know this series, so let's make another one. And it never turns out good. Right. I'm not saying this movie won't be good or can't be good. I'm just saying atypically, it's not. I mean, Ghostbusters shouldn't be touched. Back to the Future shouldn't be touched. I hate to even say, I don't even think Bill and Ted should be touched. Except for by the people who yes, were yes, originally who in it. are doing it. Yeah, and it's it's happening. I know that, it's going to happen, happening. and I'm probably going to enjoy it. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, it's it's almost sacred to me. Especially, you know, after, you know, Hell Room has passed away and everything. I just feel like it, it shouldn't happen. Yeah, I but, think the at best, we'll get an 83% Rotten Tomatoes movie that everybody will really like, but ultimately forget about in six months. Yeah. Like, like a super bad. Like, everybody was nuts about that movie, and, and then, then six it, months later, yeah. who cares? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Now, do you suppose that these uh, these four characters are going to be filling, like, the characters are going to be named Venkman and Stans and Spangler God, and uh, Zedmore? <laughs> do you think they're going to be filling? Because, you know, three three Caucasian women and a black woman. Um, and they did say reboot. Which yeah, they did say really... reboot. And, I mean, uh, Melissa McCarthy, McCarthy uh, she would fill the uh, Dan Aykroyd role pretty, yeah, pretty she, close, yeah. too. I yep. mean, you know, that's kind of... And I could see Kristen Wiig as kind of the um, Egon, kind of, I guess. Yeah, yeah, she would be a good Egon. Yeah. It's making me laugh thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I think the better way to have done it would just be there are different Ghostbusters that work somewhere else. And just keep it away from, don't even put it in New York, put it somewhere else. It's its own little thing. Keep it in continuity. Keep yeah, it in continuity. in continuity. Say that, you know, the stuff that happened in New York happened, happened. in New York. They branched out like the video game, like the video game yeah. that came out with about was it five years ago? Five? And it was a good game. I yeah, like I like really the story. Yeah. It was really but good. Basic, it was a passable third yeah. Ghostbusters. Yeah. Movie. Oh yeah. But, <laughs> but basically, it was you know you they were branching out. They were starting a franchise, and you yeah. were the new employee for their new franchise, right? Is that kind yeah? Of that's what it was. Yeah. Essentially, what it was. Yeah. I, if they would have done something like that in the film, and who knows, 
Maybe they are. We don't know the script. We don't know anything about it. We yeah. just, it just have I a, get we really just have nervous when they throw the word reboot out there. Yeah. Yeah. I do get really nervous about that. Yeah. Because if it was in continuity, like if it was bad, it'd be easier to sweep under the rug. Yeah. Like if it was just somewhere else, it's like, well, we don't talk about that anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but you mean. Like with the Star Wars prequels, like they're part of the thing now. But we don't like we don't talk. Yeah, about we don't that. talk about. We that. don't talk about. But that. they're part of the arc, and yeah. this wouldn't. So what much Star be Wars sequels you talking about? <laughs> Not the new one that looks good. Oh no, the new one looks great. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, Force Unleashed. <laughs> yeah. Well, Not um, Unleashed Awakens. Force Unleashed. That's the that's, that's the, the game, video right? game. Yeah, that's, that's the video the game. game. Yeah. My bad. Well, uh, speaking of uh, reboots and things that are definitely not going to stand up to their previous incarnations, their trailer came out for a new Fantastic Four movie here within the last couple days. And Fan Forstick, if, if the title is to be read <laughs> yeah. as it appears. Yeah, yeah it was. Uh, we it came out. It sure was a trailer, a teaser trailer. You know. I didn't like it. No. <laughs> no. I really didn't like it. It, it made me feel nothing. It made me feel more dead inside than I already do. Well, for one thing, it was boring. Yeah. Oh, God, oh yeah. It is. It's like it's like they took one look at the Christopher Nolan Batman movies and said, we can make this blander. <laughs> <laughs> we can do it. We have the boring technology. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but no, I mean, I'm okay with movie franchises and television and things adapting, you know, things from the comics and making changes. Oh yeah. Cause you got, you got to, I mean, you know, yeah. you, you don't want everything. If everything were exactly the same from one version to another, it wouldn't be interesting. It wouldn't be yeah. interesting. You know, what's the point of remaking it of doing an adaptation if you don't change a couple of yeah. things? Yeah. I mean, you could just read the source material at that point. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But along the same lines, if you don't make so many changes that it becomes unrecognizable yeah, if you don't respect the source material yes that trailer you know yeah there was a rock guy and a guy on a fire and i think at one point some kid's arm stretched out a little further than it should have <laughs> well you we actually don't see it stretch because it goes off panel which is stupid yeah but you know it, it had those elements but it did not look like the fantastic four was the thing orange he looked brown was he brown i think he's gray i think he's gray in this gray i, I think so. he's he's gray brown yeah Ugh. any of the yeah some of the uh the models that leaked online yeah he, he looks like just a standard rock yeah. monster from anything that could be in anything and also wasn't wearing pants nope no pants wasn't pan nope didn't you know what and the, the costumes you know and i'm and i realize i'm nitpicking at this point but, you know, Fantastic Four, they have a pretty iconic costume. You know, it's the blue jumpsuit with the white gloves and boots and the four on the four chest. Logo. You know, it looks it looks like a straight out of the 60s. But you know what? It works for them. Yeah. And they've tried changing the costumes over the years, and they always go back to the original it, it because... All, it says superhero. Because, it, yeah, you know what? In an age where Marvel is... They've embraced the goofiness of... Their and comics. Of their yeah. comics. Out, that's what people love. And, yeah, that's exactly what people want. <laughs> and then Sony, who has currently has the rights to Fantastic Four, so it's not a Marvel Studios thing. They put out this thing, and it looks... I mean, sure, it looks like a pretty okay-looking, you know, sci-fi action film with, you know, hard sci-fi elements and superhuman abilities, but it does not look like the Fantastic Four. And I just don't understand why. I, I don't get it. It's, nobody but Marvel can do it right. And that's nobody but Disney Marvel can make a and that, good superhero and movie. And that baffles me because there are smart people in 
positions of power in these film studios that should be looking at Marvel and going, wow, that's really working. We need to do exactly what they're doing, and that means give the people exactly what they want, jumping off the the comic book panel and into the theater. (laughs) And instead, you're getting stuff like this, and you're getting stuff like... Uh, Batman, Warner Brothers, thing, Warner Brothers pre- trying to do the exact opposite. The exact opposite. I mean, shoot, they mandated. There are no, com- there's no comedy, no jokes. Everything has to be super like grounded in reality, super serious in their movies, and that is not what people want. Yeah, I'm honestly not looking forward to seeing any of those movies. Really, no. Like, I'll go see them. I might enjoy them. I'm not saying I'm going to hate them, but I'm not excited. Just a just a quick aside on that. Another thing that came out from the new Avengers or not Avengers, new um, Batman, Superman, and Justice League, and all that stuff. Jason Momoa, the guy who they cast to play Aquaman, is not going to be blonde. <laughs> he he would look weird as a blonde though. Well, yeah, he's a pretty he's a pretty well, dark you, guy. Well, yeah. then you know what? Cast someone else because this is true. This is true. Because you know what? If you can get Robert Downey Jr., who looks like he walked off the the comic panel, this is as, true. Yeah. Robert as uh. Tony Stark. Tony Stark, and you have Chris Evans, and you have everyone who practically look, they look like they're comic book characters. Oh yeah, and then you have Jason Momoa, who's basically just you know Conan would... the Barbarian with green tights, and I bet <laughs> I guarantee you won't have the green tights and orange shirt. Probably That's not going to happen. He would look better as Prince Namor than Aquaman. Yeah, yeah, he would. He would. I totally agree with that. But also, not not to nitpick at all, but. Fox is doing Fantastic Four, not Sony. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Fox is. That's Sony right. has Spider Man. Fox. Yeah. Has... I always get those mixed up. It's yeah. Either way, it's not well. Yeah, they end I up like making... the Amazing Spider Man films though. So yeah. Sony, Sony does okay on those. But yeah, yeah. Fox really not doing too great with the whole superhero thing. Yeah. Like, I like the last X Men movie. I like it. It was better <laughs> than a bunch of them. Yeah. Sure as heck was better than uh, X Men Origins Wolverine, <laughs> <laughs> which is like the. The poster child for, for terrible superhero for movies. Taking things so far away from the comic panel that they become unrecognizable. Deadpool in that Sewing movie. Oh Deadpool's my mouth god! Shut. Oh my god! <laughs> the worst. That was the worst thing that they could have done. Yeah. He looked like Baraka from Mortal Kombat. He he, he did. He really did. Without the teeth. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. Because his mouth was. So, maybe <laughs> yeah. he did have the yeah. teeth. <laughs> you take the Merc with the mouth and you sewed his <laughs> yeah. mouth shut. You take away the mouth. Speaking of uh, Disney money and everything and whatnot, Chris Pratt as Indiana Jones. They're they're courting him. Yes, they're courting him to play an Indiana Jones reboot or something. Everybody wants to court Chris Pratt. We'll get that out of the way. Yeah, (laughs) I I saw an article earlier where it says Chris Pratt is the American Benedict Cumberbatch. Right now, he well, kind of. Yeah, he kind of is. But, man, I like Chris Pratt. I really do, and I think he would do an okay job as Indiana Jones, but I think we're hitting, if they're not careful, we're going to hit critical Pratt. We're going hit, to hit, get to the point where we can't Pratt it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> they're yeah. just prattling on. <laughs> there it is. There it is. That's that's the one. But, uh, yeah, I, I think, you know, he had one great movie in, in Guardians of the Galaxy. In Lego He's, movie. In Lego movie. He's going to be in Jurassic Park. Which looks like it could be fun. It looks fantastic. Dress Park ex- looks great. I'm excited about. I'm looking Jurassic forward to that. Park, but yeah. I don't know. I think I think we're getting we're getting close to the point where we just he's in too much. We're gonna be sick of seeing it. Too him. much, too quick, and it's gonna backfire. Yeah, I mean, I get that. Plus, is Parks and Rec still on? Yeah, they actually. There's a new season just started. Yeah, but it's the last one, so it's not gonna be much longer. No, but no. still, I mean, you know, if he gets cast in that and they have Jurassic Park come around the same time, you're gonna Pratt everywhere. <laughs> 
over Pratt. Yeah. An <laughs> overabundance of Pratt's. <laughs> Some people would would not care. Well, sure. No, I mean... I mean, no, fine. he seems yeah. like a genuinely cool guy. And yeah, I wish all the luck in the world to him for being, you know, popular and everything, which, which is amazing. But, like, yeah, again, could, like could. I said about some things shouldn't be touched. Yeah. <laughs> you, you touch the sun, you're going to get burned. Yeah, yeah. And I think we've already kind of experienced that before. Crystal skull. What was that? What? Yeah, what crystal skull? No, 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 no. <laughs> He went uh, in a fridge, you he guys. Yeah. He went in a fridge and survived an atomic bomb. <laughs> that was the Shia one. LaBeouf swung on vines with monkey. CGI monkeys. CGI Bad monkeys. CGI monkeys. There were aliens that, in that movie. John why Hurt's there, in that movie, too. Why were there aliens that, in, that, in that movie? Because George Lucas. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, I don't know. Again, it's one of those things, I feel like they shouldn't touch it. Either that or... Maybe we'll get like a younger Indiana Jones like happen before everything. Yeah, that's I think that's what they'll do, and that's a good idea. Not a bad idea. Well, I mean, do you remember the young Indiana Jones TV series? No, it, I'm about to say it wasn't that good. <laughs> <laughs> I speaking mean, of, oh yeah, no, go ahead. I was gonna say, speaking of George Lucas, did you know Strange Magic is a musical? <laughs> oh really? Yeah, they didn't I, I think I knew that. that. I think way. I remember reading that. I but it is. Didn't know that. It's I, a jukebox musical, like a bunch of classic rock songs and fairy princess. So it's like Romeo and Juliet. It was all yeah. That, that movie was all uh, oh yeah, Elton yeah. John music. That yeah, was a good movie. <laughs> kind of like was a good it kind movie. of is enjoyable. Yeah. But uh, no, I had yeah, no idea. I just thought it was a Fern Gully ripoff. Apparently, it's super Mid- terrible. But oh okay. <laughs> but say I got a, I got a little excited for it because it's Mid- Midsummer's Night's nice Dream. It's got like an 11 on Rotten Tomatoes. Ugh. Like it's apparently so, real bad. But gross. I, I'm just surprised how they, it's a musical, but they want to, they're ashamed of the fact that it is apparently. That's, yeah, I, that, I had no idea. But huh. getting back to the Pratt thing, um, before we get off of that, did you guys hear about the uh, Super Bowl bet that he and uh, Chris, Chris Evans, Evans made? Yeah, about yeah. them. Uh, yeah, they're betting on their, their perspective teams and it's going to go to like charity and stuff and they're going to dress up like their characters. Yeah. Yeah, they're gonna dress up like their. The loser has to dress up like their com, their movie character from the Marvel movies and have something from the the winning team and go to like the winners charity, oh, charity or, children's charity hospital choice. or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chris versus Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, I I enjoy Chris Evans as Captain America. Yeah, I hated him as the Human Torch. <laughs> I really did. Yeah. Then we'll get back to cr- crappy Fantastic Fours. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, oh, give me the Corman version any day. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> All right. So while we're still talking about comic books, how about we talk about that uh, that Marvel reboot? Oh yeah, that's the thing that's happening. Um, yeah. Well, Marvel announced at um, San Diego Comic Con this year, or a little after, I think, that they're going to be doing a whole bunch of. Um, well, they released images of a bunch of like um, their old big crossover events. With, like, new art and stuff. Yeah. And one of them was called Secret Wars. Now, Secret Wars came out... This is a history lesson. Secret Wars came out in the 80s. Marvel was in a bad way with money. They were partially tied in with Hasbro. And Hasbro came to them and said, Listen, you need to do an event with all of your most popular characters in one book. We've tested kids age 8 to 13, and they test well with things that have the word secret in it and things with the word (laughs) war in it. So you're going to call it the Secret War. You're going to put... Iron Man, Captain America, Cyclops, Professor X, you're going to put all the popular people and they're going to fight each other. 
We don't care how it is. It's going to be six or eight issues. Or no, it's a 12. It was a 12 issue. It was a year long. We don't care what's going on in your own books. You're going to put them all in one book, and they're going to fight each other. It was essentially a giant toy ad because they because Hasbro wanted to sell a bunch of toys. As they do. As they do. The comic book was essentially 12 months of you taking all the action figures out of your toy bin and smashing them together. <laughs> Seriously, that was it. But anyway, so a couple months ago, they released the, these pictures of you know the new Secret War and all this stuff, and people were wondering what the heck is going on with that. And part of it was uh, in the images, not only did it have the main... Uh, continuity the main set of stories it, there was a um, marvel split off into the main universe where you know things have been going since the 60s and then they have another line called the ultimates line this started about about uh 15 15 years ago i'd say give or take give yeah. or take and it was basically them trying to soft reboot modernize all of their characters it's like a separate universe Sep- yeah separate universe things happen things happen differently all the way through the ultimate universe started off great and was ended up really terrible yeah. It is continually really terrible. About the only thing that's so good that comes out of that is Ultimate Spider-Man. Correct. Correct. I mean, Ultimate X-Men was terrible. Ultimate Avengers was... Eh. Yeah. Um, that's actually where we got uh, Samuel L. Jackson as Nick Fury. Uh, yep. Was the Ultimate. Yeah. Sam, uh, Nick Fury was an old white guy from World War II. Um, in the Ultimate Universe, they drew him to look like Sam Jackson, and that's eventually how they ended up casting him in the movies. The movies are a good mix of the Ultimates. Well, they always kind of always have been. Ever since the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies, it's kind of been a mix between... It's been a mix between the two, and that leads to this event where they're, they've Marvel has decided, or Disney, we're not quite sure who, has decided that they're tired of people going from their movies and wanting to get more into the comics, going to the comics and being confused. So Secret Wars is going to be a hard reboot for the Marvel Universe. They're going to go back, dial everything back to zero, and make their comic books more like their movies. So that people who go to the movies, walk into your comic shop, and you get your Avengers with Hawkeye and Captain America and Iron Man and Hulk, and not people like... Falcon, Falcon. Luke Cage. Yeah, characters that... Iron Fist, you know, Brother Voodoo. Yeah. You you don't have... So people don't get confused. What do you guys think of that? It's kind of bittersweet. Yeah, that's what I was. Thinking. I mean, it, I mean, it's Marvel, and it'll probably work. I mean, they've been slowly kind of movieizing their comics now, anyway. Yeah. Like, like they draw Thor, male Thor, anyway, who look he looks a lot like Chris Hemsworth now. Yeah. More than he used to. Yeah. But at the, at the same time, you're going to basically just throw in the bin decades of history. Right, and a part of this is they're also undoing. Um, folding the parts of the Ultimate Universe that worked into the main continuity. Basically, Miles Morales and Nick Fury. And Nick Fury. Miles Morales is the current Spider-Man in the Ultimate line. He is uh, half um, half Hispanic, half uh, African American. Yes. And uh, people love the book. It's a really good book. It's oh yeah. I mean, he's a, he's a great character. And then you know the the one time that uh, Prime Universe Parker met Miles was was really good too. Right. Yeah, that was good. And actually, they created the character kind of because Donald Glover, the actor from Community, expressed serious interest in playing Spider-Man in a movie. Which would have been awesome. Which would have been awesome. And he's actually voicing... Voicing him in the Ultimate Spider-Man cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, we don't have a whole lot of information on this reboot. We don't know whether they're going to come in and say, you know, 40, 50 years of comics that you've read and loved... Uh, put them in the burn pile because they don't matter anymore <laughs> or if, if they're going to recognize and say, you know, 
this is an event that happened. Everything that happened before happened, but this is the way it is now. I kind of hope it's the latter. They'll, they'll do the latter. Because ladder. I'll tell you what, uh, about three, three, four years ago, DC did the former. They rebooted into what they call the new 52. And, and continue and, to call new. Yeah, the new old 52. Yeah. Yeah. Five yeah. years later. Yeah. yeah. And at the time, I thought it was a really bold move, and I thought, done correctly, it could work to modernize all your characters, get them all up to speed. Because before beforehand, Superman... You know, in the DC comic universe, Superman was still, you know, his origins were back in the 40s and 50s, you know. He's, Listen to your parents, eat your vegetables, yada, yada, yada. Well, you know, yeah, that's that sort of thing. I mean, it kind of got me into comics. I had I wasn't buying comics before the New 52. Yeah, and it was a good jumping on point. Unfortunately, yeah. a lot of those jumping on points were subpar stories, yeah. <laughs> but to, to put a... Nicely for like, radio, <laughs> like action, like action comics and Superman are not good. Batman virtually remained unchanged. Batman stayed unchanged, and Green Lantern stayed unchanged. <laughs> now I read mostly Marvel books. Yeah, see, and and get ready for a new jumping on point with all of them because, like I said, they're all going to be rebooting. You know, I I'm okay with it. You know, um, they got to do something because by the time the movie comes out. People are going to be confused why currently Captain America's uh, had the super soldier serum sucked out of him. He's an 80-year-old man right now in the comics. Yeah, yeah, the nail. They can't, yeah, they can't have an 80-year-old Captain America in the comics when you have people coming in from the movies going, oh, man, I want to read more about, you know. Yeah, I want to see more of this guy. Yeah. But part of me is like, but people also have to understand that comics have been going around a lot longer than the movies. But again, I know it's all about money and you know yeah. pushing it's more stuff. It's all about corporate synergy. Yeah, it's all about corporate synergy. Everything has to every everything is a cog in the great great grand machine that is Marvel and Disney. Disney, the great mouse machine. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I'm and like I said, I'm 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 sh- I'm sure they're going to do it better than than DC did with the new Fifty Two. Well, they almost have to. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, they Marvel slash Disney does a good job of listening to their fan base. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially here lately with you know Star Wars and everything that's oh, been folding into yes, it. Yes, yes. It, so it should be good, but part of me is like, there are stuff going on in the comics now that I genuinely enjoy, like Falcon being Captain America, mm-hmm. uh, the new female person holding the hammer who still has not been named. You know, but I and I feel and now granted, I always thought this was going to be temporary anyway. But it's, I still like it, and I don't want it to end so quickly. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But who knows? Maybe, maybe it won't. This event isn't going to happen for another six months to almost a year, I think. No, about six months because it's going to happen around. It ends about the same time the movie comes out. Age of Ultron is May. Yeah. Oh well. Then, <laughs> okay. Well, maybe they're. When are I, they? I, I thought it? they. I thought they were doing the the reboot like in sometime in like April. It does stink of corporate. I mean, it really does meddling. It, that's yes. that's been going on a lot though, with like the death of Wolverine and the death of Deadpool coming up. Those are both characters that Disney Marvel do not have film rights for right now. Right. So hence, well, yeah, we would take these super popular characters. Yeah, let's kill them. <laughs> yeah. Well, it is coming up soon because the um, they're doing a zero issue uh, a zero issue for Free Comic Book Day, which. Is the first uh, Saturday in May. Yeah, which is the same weekend. Uh, was it three year, two, three years ago when they uh, released Avengers? Yeah, and that's probably the weekend that they're going to release, or the weekend before they release Avengers two. 
So it is coming up, and I think this is going to be a six-issue miniseries, I believe. So that's six months. Six months from May, by the end of 2015, everything's going to be switched around. Yeah. Even though they just made all these announcements that switch things around right before, like yeah. in the summer. Yeah. Pretty much. Like yeah. Captain America and yeah. Thor yeah. and uh, all this Miss really Marvel. All cool stuff, honestly. Yeah, Miss Marvel. Kamala Khan. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> all right. Well, uh, you guys want to go ahead and take a quick break here, and we'll come back after a little bit of music? Yep, sounds that good. sounds good. All right. Hey, this is Doug Jones, and you are listening to Nerd Overload, and I'm kind of over... Loaded with nerdum. Should play the drums Take me back, back to the shack Back to the strap with the lightning strap Kicking the door, no hardcore Rocking out like it's 94 Let's turn up the radio Turn off those stupid singing shows I know where we need to go Back to the shack I finally settled down I can find out who I am I'm letting all of these feelings out Even if it means I fail Cause this is what I was meant to do And you can't put that on sale Take me back, back to the shack Back to the start with the lightning strap Kicking the door, more hardcore Rocking out like it's 94 Let's turn up the radio Turn off those stupid show again you're listening to nerd overload the song you just listened to was back to the shack by weezer off their newest album everything will be all right in the end this uh, album came out here about what about a month ago you'd say yeah 
Yeah, and uh, you know, I've always been a fan of Weezer ever since you know high school. I've been way into them, yeah. and ever since Blue Album, like, pretty much. Yeah. yeah, since their first album, and you know, this album is pretty good. I you know I've really kind of dug it. Whenever a Weezer album comes out, people who know music, people who are into music, always say it's good, but it's no Blue Album. It's good, it's no, but it's no Pinkerton. Pink, you know. Yeah. And the thing is, we're never going to get that again. It's never going to come back. Yeah, the very specific things that occurred that made those albums happen will never happen. It's like planets aligning. Yeah. <laughs> Having said that, this is probably the closest thing musically that we're going to get to it. It's, you know, very, you know, very much just power chords and simple lyrics, you know, very just back to basics kind of kind of alternative rock kind of thing. But uh, you know what? It's good. It's a way better than the last couple albums they put out, <laughs> that's for sure. Which is kind of the one thing that I have to complain about on this album. There are a couple tracks, this song that we just played included, that is basically the lead singer Rivers Cuomo apologizing for, for Ratitude. For the, for the last couple albums, <laughs> Ratitude and Hurley. And uh, I'm getting kind of tired because they've been apologizing for those albums for a while. <laughs> I didn't think Hurley was that bad. Hurley wasn't that bad, but it still wasn't, yeah. it still wasn't great. But, uh, yeah, that's kind of the one complaint I've had with it. But for the most part, really good album. Yeah, anyway, we're back to the show, and... Um, I guess we're going to talk about video games now. Yeah, let's talk about some video games. Uh, today I had the chance to uh, have a little hands-on time with the uh, new 3DS. Got all handsy with Got, the 3DS. Yeah. Nice. Got my, my dirty mitts all up on. <laughs> um, which it's it's the new version of the 3ds that's coming out February 13th. It has some new features, which I got to try most of them. Mm-hmm. It's got that new C stick, which uh, felt weird. Really? Because it's basically like an old IBM nub on a laptop. Oh, that's weird. That you would use. It has no tactile feedback when you use it, which oh, is weird for a video game yeah. control mechanism. Yeah. Like, you want to know that you've pushed it all the way to one direction or not. Right, right, right. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. Uh, I played it, used it in Smash Brothers, and Pac-Man punching by hitting that did not feel good. Okay. But maybe for something like a camera and Monster Hunter, it'll be fine for that, probably. Okay, okay. The other features is the uh, face-tracking camera to keep you from falling out of the 3D blind spot. Mm-hmm. With the original version of the the device if you moved out of that 3d sweet spot it'd get all blurry oh yeah this yeah, didn't yeah. do it at all cool i turned it all the way to one side perfect you couldn't even tell the 3d was was on well, i don't want to say on i don't know i can't see 3d very well honestly but it didn't get blurry is what i'm trying okay, to say okay the screens look really nice really clean everything about it was good it's definitely an improvement like if, if you use your 3DS a lot, if you get a lot of use out of it, you'll appreciate the things they've added, and you'll probably want to upgrade. Okay, cool. And uh, you said the processor was pretty good as well? Oh, yeah. It was a lot faster. Smash Brothers was up just super quick, and if you've That's... played it on a regular DS, it takes forever. It, t- it takes like a minute of load time almost yeah. for, it to, for the thing to open up. Yeah. Well, good. That's cool. That's cool. They said it comes at the middle of February? Yep, February 13th. Oh, right Along on. with those two special editions that look really sweet. The Majora's <laughs> Mask one and the Monster Hunter. And then I won't probably won't be able to get my hands on. <laughs> yeah. Well don't don't worry. I don't think a lot of people will be able <laughs> yeah. to get their hands on those. Yeah, do we have any more game stuff there on the um, list? Um I saw a Kickstarter for a game called Strafe, which is calling back to the old first person shooters of nineteen ninety six, stuff like Quake or 
Doom. Do yeah. Back in that time where everything was really loud and really obnoxious and everything had to be the best technically and everything had to be throwing blood in your face. Oh yeah. <laughs> well yeah, we sat there and watched the um the like the um Kickstarter uh, video. backer video. It's hilarious. It's it's pretty great, yeah. Like pretty gory. Yeah, but... yeah. It's not don't don't have your kid watch it, but it's hilarious. I would recommend checking that out. He was yeah. just a child. <laughs> It looks like a sweet game, too. Procedurally generated levels, so they're different every time, and run-and-gun Doom-style gameplay that you don't see much anymore. Cool. And they're about a third of the way funded, I think, something like that. Yeah, I mean, so if this sounds like something you would like, definitely check it out and throw some cash their way so the game gets made. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, it looks it looks like I was straight out of the mid-'90s. Like, Sometimes yeah. I kind of like those yes. like kind of throwbacks. Yeah. Yeah. You always see retro pixel art, but you never see retro 3D where things are blocky. And I like that look. It yeah. appeals to me. Yeah. Well, it's well, it, because we grew up during that. Oh, age, God. Yeah. yeah. You know? We experienced it firsthand. Yeah. It, it reminds me of Quake 2 is what it looks like the most. And that game. Is I great. really liked Quake yeah. 2. <laughs> Quake 2 is fantastic. Oh, like like when we were watching that video and like the music and stuff was playing. Almost reminded me of when uh, Far Cry 3 set, brought out that uh, that blood dragon Oh, uh, standalone. That, that was a good game. That was it that was, was fun. It was yeah, it was really funny. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, check that out. That's cool. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, I kind of want to get back into the comic news and yeah, let's get talk back about into uh, sure. uh, with David Tennant making a a comic book. No, oh, yeah, that's that's kind of uh, comic book and TV. TV. So yeah, so, let's yeah. swing back around to it. Sure, go yeah. But uh, yeah, but David Tennant's gonna come by and he's gonna play a villain in a Marvel series. Okay, so for people who don't know who David Tennant is... David Tennant, famously, uh, is, as far as the nerd world goes... He's the he, best Doctor Who. Barty yep. Crouch. <laughs> well, yes, he was also Barty Crouch Jr. in the, <laughs> in the, in the, in, in the Harry Potter films. <laughs> and he was also uh, doc, the Doctor in Doctor Who for the 10th regeneration. Which is which the is, best one. For a lot of fans, he is, he is... No, there's no question about it. He's the best one. <laughs> If you've seen the guy with the with the puppy dog eyes and the trench coat, you've seen David Tennant. But also, he was in Broadchurch and uh, Fright Night remake. Yeah, he wasn't. That's right. Yeah. I guess that that would be where a lot of people would know him from. Yeah, actually. possibly the Fright Night remake. Um, yeah, uh, he was in Broadchurch. They also did an American series of a remake of Broadchurch called Grace Point, which aired a little bit. I've heard not good things about. <laughs> it was okay. Broadchurch was definitely a lot better. Mm-hmm. Um, he also had a, a period show uh, called Spies of Warsaw. I didn't get a chance to really watch that, but it looked really good. Okay. But uh, he's going to play a villain. Uh, well, in the comics, he's called the Purple Man, but his name was... Uh, Zebediah Kilgrave, which I think is a much better villain name than, than the, the Purple, Purple Man. Man. Yeah. Um, the Grimace? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, that, now, the question is, does he have two arms or four? Four. Four-arm grimace is a is a nightmare. Let me tell you, <laughs> like a purple goro. Now we said what he's actually going to be doing this for. No, no, he's not just yet. Just start walking around with purple paint on his face. <laughs> no. <laughs> when, wandering down the street. Live action role play. <laughs> I'm the purple man. I'm the purple man. Yeah. But no, uh, the uh, the Marvel Netflix series, uh, aka Jessica Jones. Which right. you know a lot more about than I, I do. I do know a little bit about that, yeah. Um, Netflix is doing kind of like NBC has uh, – or is it ABC? NBC or ABC has Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? ABC. 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 Oh, of course, Disney. because Disney. Yeah, Disney. Because right. Disney. Because Disney. But uh, um, Netflix picked up the rights for four 13-episode miniseries based on lesser-known uh, 
Marvel characters that are part of the 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 broad universe, but kind of all take place in one kind of one section of New York. That's really about it. And one of them is a uh, well, you have your your Daredevil, Hell's Kitchen. That's yes, that's the section. Thank you, uh, Daredevil, Luke Cage. Was Iron Fist one of the four? I think it was Iron Fist. May I'm probably I'm not sure because they. And then you have the fourth one, which is a show called AKA Jessica Jones, based off of a comic called Alias or Alias Jessica Jones. Probably can't call it Alias because of that show from, from back in the day. Yeah. From back in the that day, that was a really popular show. Back it was JJ Abrams, one of his first things. Ah. Yeah, yeah. In the comics, uh, Jessica Jones was a uh, private investigator. She used to be a superhero in like the '80s. They retconned her, and uh, she, she was a creation of the 2000s. But they kind of went back and said, "Oh yeah, she was around in the '80s. Just no one wrote about her." But the main villain of that series was uh, the Purple Man, who, other than having bright purple skin, which I hear he's not, Tenet's not going to have on oh, the show. Oh no, no, no! That'd be a travesty. That would be pretty. <laughs> that'd be pretty weird. Uh, he had extreme mind control abilities, and Alias, the comic, was uh, put out from Marvel in a. a side imprint called Marvel Max where they could kind of get away with doing a little more um, kind of like DC's Vertigo yeah, yeah. kind of like DC's Vertigo where they can get away with a little more you know they didn't have the comics code authority at the time so they could do a little more they could have cursing they could have all this other sex stuff sex and violence sex and violence essentially yeah and yeah Purple Man's a bad dude he, uh, she, he is directly the reason why the character Jessica Jones got out of superheroing because he she was basically kept as a mind controlled slave for like six months by the Purple Man, and if they get into any of that on her thirteen episode miniseries on Netflix, the show's gonna get dark. Yeah, that's some dark get, stuff. It's gonna get dark real quick. So I'm yeah, that casting really. I was I'll be honest, I wasn't super interested of the four series. I wasn't super interested in the Jessica Jones one, but I'm in now. Because I gotta see, I gotta see how it turns out. <laughs> yeah. Plus, it'll be on Netflix, and you watch it anytime you want. Yeah, there's yeah, no yeah, reason right. not to watch it. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. I'm stoked about that Daredevil. I know, show. right? That uh, looks really good. Have you it, seen any pictures from that? Uh-uh. Yeah, they're doing like the. Um, he's not wearing the Daredevil costume. He's wearing like an all black ninja suit with like a ninja band over his eyes, which was from like essentially it was essentially Daredevil Year One. Kind yeah, of it, was thing. Like it was like his, his. It was like his original his training suit. Yeah. Yeah. Can I, it almost kind of reminded me of uh, the Dread Pirate Roberts a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, a little and that bit. That is basically what he wears. Yeah. But uh, I'm kind of excited to see Vincent D'Onofrio be uh, the kingpin. Oh, man. Yeah. I've seen pictures of him bald. A big D'Onofrio bald. Oh. Perfect. It, it'll it's be perfect. good. It, it'll be good. And Marvel knows what they're doing. And even though it's not going to be on TV, yeah. they understand that Netflix is a big medium. It's basically TV now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's essentially, it's its own network. Yeah. Especially when House of Cards and stuff was getting like nominated for like awards and whatnot. No that and was mind-blowing. Yeah, Orange is the New Black is fantastic, too. Yeah. It's definitely, it's the Marvel machine keeps churning, and I'm pretty sure it's going to keep churning out gold. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, if it's if it's anywhere near Peggy Carter, then it'll be fantastic. Mm-hmm. I like Peggy Carter. I yeah. really do. And, yeah. you know, the second season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. has been great. So far, so good. Yeah. I mean, the first season started off a little rocky. Toward the end, got really good. Mm-hmm. And the second season's pretty much been boom, 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 boom. Well, you know, with the first season of, of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., the more I've thought about it, the more I've thought they probably – I think they wanted to get to the um, post-Captain America 2 plot line sooner, and they were in a holding pattern for oh, about yeah. six weeks. Until the movie. So they were just kind of spinning their wheels, and that's where all the bad episodes came from, and that's when everyone dropped off. Yeah, and I'm really glad I stuck with it. Yeah. Because I, I, it really paid off in the end. Me too. 
Yeah, I didn't, and I'm now I'm sad. <laughs> well, it's the first season's on Netflix. Yeah. You can't catch up. Yeah. But yeah, beyond TV, you know, uh, so you're talking about kind of nerdy things, uh, Gallivant did their season or their season finale. Yeah, now you guys yeah. watched this. I didn't, so you yeah. guys can talk about I, it. I uh, I liked the show. Yeah, it was goofy. Show. It was goofy and weird, and was, some of the songs were good. I mean, it was a musical kind of weird kind of thing. Yeah, weird. Spam a lot kind of thing. Comedy musical show. Yeah. Uh, And they they make a lot of kind of meta jokes at the expense. Like the one where they start singing about, um, or no, uh, oh God, uh, John Stamos was in the one episode. (laughs) As Jean Ham. Yeah. (laughs) Joust Friends was the name of the episode. And uh, (laughs) he makes like a, a your mama joke and Gallivant says something. It's like, it's like, Sir Ham, it's 1296. Your mama jokes are so old or something like that. <laughs> I mean, I like the show. I generally yeah. enjoy it. Uh, I, I felt think, oh. the season finale was kind of like they were building to something more. And I thought maybe it was just going to be done and, you know, yeah, going to be, be done. A contained story. Yeah. No. No, we're getting a possi- possibly a second season the, with, the, with the way they left it off yeah, this big they, cliffhanger. They really want a second season, apparently. Yeah, because there was no closure whatsoever. No. If anything, they made it worse. Yeah. I mean, they, not to, uh, I'm not sure if you guys want me to spoil it or anything, if anybody's watching or not well, let's, watching. Let's give a warning. We're going to, we're about ready to start talking about something that some people may not have seen. So, you know. Spoiler warning. Spoiler want, warning. If you don't want it ruined for you, come back in about five minutes. Yeah. I mean, you have King Richard's brother showing up. Kingsley. Kingsley. His name is Kingsley. <laughs> <laughs> we named you Kingsley. It's your destiny. <laughs> As they said in the one episode, he's a jerk and he was trying to take away King Richard's throne and Richard is he's not a good guy but he's also an idiot yeah he's a misguided dummy <laughs> yeah he's a misguided dummy he he's the king he thinks he can do whatever he want because he has the power and he has no backbone or anything to really pull it off and then you got uh, his best friend slash bodyguard captain of the guard whatever Gareth Gareth who's secretly yeah. who's secretly in love with him I think so. I think so because he's very much too macho, and I'm not a hugger. You touch me, you touch me, I'm gonna kill you. But he never does. Well, that and when Kingsley asks him what kind of woman he prefers, he's like either extremely skinny or extremely fat, no in between. <laughs> <laughs> but then everything's boiling down. They're gonna Gallivant was gonna fight a duel on behalf of King Richard. To, against Gareth, who was the champion of Kingsley. Yeah, just to... For the kingdom. Yeah, for the kingdom. But at the last second, Gareth frees everybody. He sends he sends Gallivant and uh, King Richard, Richard with, with off, the pirates. Yeah, with the pirates from earlier in the season. Mm-hmm. And he sends them off, yeah. And then everyone else, except for um, Sidney the Gallivant squire... Get, uh, yeah, gets sent to another kingdom. Isabella's cousins slash betrothed <laughs> which is a very kind of ottoman empire-esque kind of arabic yeah kind of weird and he's 10 and yeah he's like 10 years old <laughs> and he locks her in this little barbie house room where she apparently she's gonna stay forever until gallivant comes until gallivant comes back i mean it's that's where it ends it's where it ends it's oh, man. boom yeah, that's it ends right there they're pulling out on this little room that she's trapped in yeah, that's definitely a cliffhanger for a second season. Yeah. Yeah, and it really really just kind of broke my heart. Like, I would have been fine with just the one season. 
just just throw it out there. You did it. Cool. Awesome. I mean, I I've, I'd be super stoked for a season two. Oh yeah. I mean, but I'd yeah, watch I w- it. I would have liked at least a little bit of closure. Yeah, yeah. yeah instead yeah. of just opening up more for more questions. Yeah. Though I did kind of laugh that the the narrator who's been singing in the beginning of every episode turns out to be the jester. Yeah. <laughs> and he makes that comment about, and will all the singing hurt our Nielsen rating? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love the self-referential stuff. Oh, yeah. no, it's good. All it's really stuff, good. Yeah. Stuff. yeah, I love it. Oh, and the fact that Anthony Stewart Head shows up as Galvan's dad. <laughs> I love Anthony Stewart Head. Uh, for people who don't know, his, he was Giles on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, okay, that guy. Yeah, yeah, I forgot you didn't watch Buffy. I didn't watch Buffy. I don't know. Uh, hey, it's a great show. Watch it so it gets to season two. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I mean, go back. You know, It is on Hulu. Yeah, pull yeah. it up. I mean, it's fun. I mean, it's goofy. It's nothing serious at all. Yeah. If you like... Robin Hood Men in Tights, and you like Monty Python, you're probably going to like Gallivant. It's yeah. it's not as clever as those things that no, you mentioned. No, 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 but no. But it's still fun enough and just clever enough to be worth watching. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not a it's not a com- it's not a complete waste of time. Yeah, that's about all I got on TV. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think we pretty well tap the game tap that, that so, tap uh, that well. Yeah, we got a little bit of tech news left before we get out of here. Um, Cody, do you know anything about yeah. this? Uh, um, Microsoft did a just did a big press conference about Windows 10, right? Which is their next operating system after but eight. Uh, why they, are we not getting nine? Because seven, eight, nine. Ah, <laughs> but up. setting you up for that one. Yeah, <laughs> the most obvious setup I've ever seen. <laughs> Set them up, knock them down. But other than Windows 10, they also announced these goggles called the Hololens that you wear on your head and instead of being like a insular virtual reality thing like the Oculus Rift it's it changes the world around you by projecting holograms on stuff in reality so kind of like augmented reality stuff yeah yeah i don't know that's i don't know how to it was not an impressive that, press conference I think, I think that technology sounds neat yeah but the goggles look look doofy Doofy is all get out. Ninety percent of all goggle based technology looks that's, stupid. That's very true, and I don't know. It just we sat here and watched the the uh, video last time we were all together, and for one thing, the video seemed really fake. It yeah, seemed like it a, felt like lies. Yeah, it, it felt like well, if you go and if you find it on YouTube, I don't I don't have the address pulled up here, but if you look at it, it almost looks like. Things were being selected before the woman who was testing it was bringing her finger over it. Like, it was all pre-rendered yeah. test stuff. Like, it didn't actually work. Which and is about that. par for a Microsoft press conference. It it looks like, to me, the Kinect all over again. If yeah. you remember that, the motion control thing for the Xbox was supposed to revolutionize everything, but it doesn't work very well. Yeah, yeah. It just reminds me of that all over again, and I I feel like that's what it's going to be. I'm more interested in an Oculus Rift than I'm more interested in that insular solo experience yeah. than the. Is there any new thing about uh, the Oculus Rift that's been lately? Not, not really. Not I really. mean, they're still working on it. Okay. Um, Facebook owns it now. Yeah. But I tell you, all the videos I've seen of people using it, it looks fun. It looks amazing. Oh yeah, I'm super stoked to get my hands on that. Mm-hmm. Or your eyes. Or eyes. Yeah, my eyeballs on that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they they with the Hololens thing, they showed a little bit of Minecraft with it but there's there's nothing concrete about it at all no and not because they're fake holograms because it (laughs) it just it just doesn't look like anything exists it looks like they're pie in the sky in it 
Yeah, and I mean, what would what would be the the practical applications for these things? Is it just some s goofy doohickey like the like the Google Glass? Like Google Glass is neat, but in my day to day life, what am I going to do with it? Yeah, nobody wants to watch you. You know, just living Walk your down life. the street. Yeah, walking down the street. Yeah. like. And just because I'm looking at the, the the Windows 10 goggles, HoloLens, whatever they're calling it, and I'm seeing the the greatest 3D thing since sliced bread, to everyone else, I'm just swiping at air, looking like a <laughs> like Johnny Mnemonic. <laughs> yeah, pretty much like Johnny Mnemonic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I just I don't know. I I don't think I like the idea of holograms. I like the idea of wearable tech for your eyes. So you you know the hand the hands free stuff. Yeah. But I just don't I don't think we're there yet. No. You know? Like one of the examples they have is like now your living room can be a video game that you're you're running a character around in. And it's like, well that's a neat idea, but if you think about it for two seconds, it's not gonna be fun. No. Because part of the video game is these elaborate worlds that people are designing for you to be in. Right. And just because you can see everything, the game isn't gonna track like where objects are. So they're just gonna be Holograms just running through, or ba or maybe even like over top of like just stuff. I mean, it's I don't know. It just seems, it just seems kind of weak. <laughs> Remember the AR cards for the uh, <laughs> Nintendo DS? Yes. Oh yes. yeah. And how cool that was gonna be? Yeah, they never did anything with that. Yeah, <laughs> no. Nope. Right. Yeah. I just I just think you know as long as like if they keep developing it, developing it, great. But I just don't think it's there yet. I don't think it's to the point where honestly, I don't on. think it'll ever be there. At least not in our lifetimes. Oh, not probably not. Yeah. I mean, I just I can't think of a world where I tell you, my living room is a boring place. I don't even have a coffee table. So it's like what's the point of me staring at my living room watching this little Minecraft Steve yeah. walk around my living Carry room? Carry blocks across your carpet. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's it's stupid. I think one of the th examples they had was somebody fixing plumbing. And they had a YouTube video projecting showing them how to fix their plumbing. Or you know what else you could do? You could take your phone, you could yeah. put it right there with YouTube, with the YouTube app pulled up right there, and, and you, watch it. Yeah, and then you don't get sewage sprayed on your expensive hollow goggles. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's. I get it. I get the idea, and, and you're, you're spot on for trying not for trying to build new technologies. I mean, yes, forward progress is forward progress, but I feel like it's pointless yeah it's a cool progress. idea that ultimately means nothing yeah, yeah. i mean yeah. it feels like something is like you know what people are really talking about the, this oculus rift an awful lot let's make our own goggles but not be very good and that's, that's basically where i feel about it it's 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 i'll never get it it's stupid i don't think the average person is never going to get it like well, the, the google glass isn't going to want to wear something huge and bulky on their face for all you know, a whole lot of time. Remember the uh, the Virtual Boy? <laughs> hey, I like the Virtual Boy. Well, I mean, I do too. But we're game people, you know. Yeah. We're we're into yeah. this stuff. You know, the app, the the whole reason why the system didn't take off. It was supposed to be the, the replacement for the Game Boy. Yeah. And it never took off because no one wanted to sit with big bulky goggles on their face all day. And it's also, it was red and it gave you headaches. Yeah, it gave you headaches. Yeah. But hey, Wario Land 3D was yeah great. That's a sweet game. That, that is a good game. game. It's like the only good game on virtual. Tennis one. was all right. Yeah, tennis was okay. Yeah, but yeah, I just feel like it's just Microsoft grasping at straws on this one. Yeah, trying to come up with something. I mean, I hated people. Windows Eight. 
what makes you think I'm going to like pretty much anything else you do. Now, do you know anything about the Windows 10 that's coming out? It's that free. Oh, that's free. the best part. What? Yeah. If you have Windows 7 to 8.1, you can upgrade to 10 for free. And it has a start bar, so oh, do good. it. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, because that's the one reason why I don't do 8 is because I hate the layout. Yeah, oh, that yeah. stupid, like, app interface. Yeah, it's terrible. I, I'm stuck with it on my laptop, and I hate it. I yeah. can't wait to upgrade it. <laughs> <laughs> also, it has their, their version of Siri that Cortana built in, so you can use that if you like talking to your computer, which I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I've never been into any voice recognition no, stuff. No, I never have been either. I feel like an idiot when I talk to inanimate objects. Yeah. <laughs> well, Siri can't understand me. I talk too quick. She just she never catches it. I think that's pretty much all I've really really got news on my end. I don't want to ask Siri to Google something. I'm a big boy. I can do it myself. <laughs> all right. Well, I think with that, I think we're going to go ahead and wrap it up here. Uh, again, you've been listening to Nerd Overload. Uh, you can find us just about every day over at nerdoverload.com. Be sure to check that out if you get a chance. Uh, we do have a Facebook page. It's, um, well, you just go to the nerdoverload.com and, you know, and it pops up right away. Right there, you know, the or Facebook search Nerd Overload. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's like three of them, but there's only one that's been active oh. recently. So we're also on Twitter. If you if you're into that sort of thing, we're at nerd underscore overload. And uh, I'm at I'm on Twitter. Uh, my personal account is at Robot Caveman. And you can check out my tweets at Nod Cody P. And I am at Bearded Midgetor. If I post anything, it's mostly a, something about pizza or a retweet from Will Wheaton. <laughs> Two very very worthy worthy um, things to tweet about. I'll tell you. Um, if you came in partway through the show, you can listen to it from the website. If you missed the beginning. Go to the yeah, website. It's right. on the podcast. Exactly. Pick it up. That's true. That's very true. And we also have uh, we also uploaded iTunes. Yeah. Yeah, we do upload at iTunes. So do an iTunes search for the Nerd Overload. Yeah, and if you like this, guess what? There's like 30 more episodes you can listen to. <laughs> that's right. That's absolutely right. All right. So yeah, I think that's about uh, about wraps it up for us. So uh, for Nerd Overload, I'm Sam. I'm Josh. And I'm Cody. We'll see you next week.